wig? Did you just say wig? Wig, okay. Flying. Recording? Yeah, we now now we are. <laughs> <laughs> we should just start every episode. I mean, we already do. Of like, we are do, we yeah. recording right yeah, now? I don't know. Um, For our nine listeners, who are you? Who are we talking? Who are you? Oh, I'm Steve Tepper, and I'm Martyr, and this, <laughs> this is, is Wigging Out. out. <laughs> 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 we're so we're so stupid. We're so professional. We are obviously. <laughs> Today we have gone to a different part of Brooklyn that I've never been to. I don't know where we are in Brooklyn. But it's, it's like uh, Bushwick. It's we're like, like lower Bushwick. Ridgewood. Like Ridgewood, yeah. Yeah, yeah we're like a little border. bit lower. But mm-hmm. today we have a very special guest all the way from Jacksonville. The one, the only, BB Deluxe. Woo! Welcome to our little Welcome. shit show. Hi, dum dums. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited that you're here. I'm excited to be here. Um, I found out you're from Jacksonville like over the weekend, so... Uh, that's my hometown, so that's kind of fun. You're from Jacksonville. I'm from You're Jacksonville. You're from Dirty Duval. Yeah, Dirty Duval. Duval. I love it when someone's not <laughs> from Jacksonville, but they know we say Duval, but they'll say Duval. <laughs> Wait. They've been... <laughs> Duval. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Because <laughs> it, it, it was on a radio station. Oh. Uh. Um, the Jacksonville Jaguars tried to trademark it. And yeah. It was like, don't you fucking dare. Well, now that oh. um, the good place, one of the characters is yeah. from Jacksonville yeah. and they keep using it. Oh, yeah, it's wow. really weird. <laughs> he, said, he was like, I didn't go to a high school. I just went to a collection of tugboats. <laughs> <laughs> they shit on Florida so much. I'm like, but this is all true. <laughs> I love it. I love being from Florida. It's kind of like saying you served 15 years in prison. Yeah, it, honestly. Except it's a lifetime of sentence. Um, <laughs> most people are like, what, what part of Florida? They always assume like Miami. And yeah. Like, I'm I'm like, like, I haven't been. Miami, Especially so. like New Yorkers. They're like, ev- everyone's family ends up in South Florida. Yeah. So that's where we all are. I, I remember last year I was here and somebody said the dread of everybody from Florida hates this phrase, but oh, well, Florida's not really the South. I, it's like <laughs> literally Miami is the only place you could really say that yeah. about. Yeah. But, but you, you could drive 25 minutes out of Miami and you'll find rednecks. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like that's someone who's never been to the following Tampa, Gainesville, (laughs) Orlando, Tallahassee. Tallahassee. <laughs> I hate Tallahassee so much. Oh, Sorry, I, Tallahassee. You I like suck. their food there, though. <laughs> I, I agree. Um, <laughs> I went to school there. I, I, it's a trash city, but... I, I went to school I, there, too. What you oh, did, did you I didn't really? go to... I went to uh, TCC. My husband oh, gotcha. went to FSU. Gotcha. Yeah, I didn't I get into FSU, <laughs> so we don't talk about that. Oh, well, um, I'm gra- I graduated <laughs> from there, <laughs> so... I just wanted to go there grad school. Um, um, there. What'd you go there for? Uh, English literature, museum studies, and art history. Yeah, I'm oh, not bitch. Okay. I'm not bitch. <laughs> so homosexuality. I was gonna go for music actually, and then what? Um, this is some tea. Um, they never got back with my audition results, so I took that as a no. <laughs> they did that. They do that a lot. Um, off the mic, I have lots of tea. Okay, Ooh. we'll we'll talk. Yeah. Are you from Jacksonville? I'm born and raised. Oh in my god. Dirty Duval County. Ooh. Just just in what the part? Of, of what part? Um, I'm actually a Riverside native. Oh my god. Which is rare. Yeah. Um, uh, Riverside is like the uh, the artsy, gentrified neighborhood. Uh, yeah, I've but you priced, were there before. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. I've been priced out of it. 
Oh, um, fuck. The joke about Riverside was like, you know, you're from Riverside when you're actually from Mandarin, which is like where we're <laughs> mm-hmm. like the suburbs. And it's like, actually, folks, mm-hmm. it's not stomping around. I always tell people, um, I got a little slice of Duval and it's called the top rope on my teeth. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then I show it to them and they're like, oh, don't say that. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> I lo- I used to love that area. That was yeah, that little gentrified area. Was my it's cute. To. Like it's it's real cute. Like I still love it. You and it know? seemed gay friendly for the most part. Um yeah, I mean like right now the main strip in it is like it's it's just there's a lot of like bro dudes who were there because like the mm. money went in. So now uh-huh. a lot of us moved to Murray Hill, which uh, is like right I always side. love when I see Murray Hill yeah. because that's where I'm moving to in Manhattan. Uh-huh. So I get very confused because yeah, yeah, uh-huh. I like I I follow a lot of the Jacksonville girls and I'm like they're in Manhattan right now? What? Yeah. And no, you're just well, in yeah. Florida. It's, it's funny. It's when you live in a place for a really long time. It's like, I remember when I was a kid, you know, like you would go to someone's party and house rules would say no Murray Hill trash. Oh, because it was just, it was just like super rednecky oh. and, um, or, or it was just like, skeezy and like, mm. but now it's, you know, my parents live there and oh. it's, it's like, is that fancy where all the churches are? Is that Murray Hill? Um, I mean, I'm sure there's churches. It's Jacksonville. They're yeah. everywhere. Uh, First Baptist downtown. Yeah, I just saw that. Yes. First Baptist is a Baptist church downtown in Jacksonville, but Mm -hmm. it's like made all the decisions about what happens in downtown development. And they have like um, 11 buildings and they're selling nine of them. (laughs) So they're not going to have any control of downtown anymore. That's amazing. Bye, bitch. (laughs) Yeah, bye. Bye. Enough about Jacksonville. (laughs) Well, how did you first get into drag? Um, I mean, it's like, it's tough to say like what, like, like when you say drag, like wearing women's clothes, it was like, just like running in my mom's closet and failing my shush and her like two inch beige mules. Mm. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, But I, uh, like I, I was always playing in makeup and, and, and hair and wigs and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I remember, um. The first time I ever like performed at a went to an event in drag performed at a club in drag was 2009 April. Oh wow! Wow! Yeah, almost like 10 years. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, um, it's more than more 10 than years. 10 years. That's yeah. so crazy. Yeah. Uh, it in um yeah there was a still is there's Art Walk Wednesdays you know every every mm-hmm. city has an Art Walk so it's like we would um I went in drag and. There was this, um, the old abandoned library downtown had mm-hmm. been renovated for an art space. And that's where I met my drag mom, yes. Miss uh, Madam Regency Deluxe. And she, <laughs> and I was in drag and my character was named uh, Bizarre Lestrange. And um, it was Bizarre and Lestrange. <laughs> um, and then I performed Amateur Night at the Metro, which is the club I'm fully employed at today. <laughs> which is another thing that confuses the hell out of me. Yeah. Because no, I follow yeah, yeah, you yeah. all. And I'm like, oh, you're at Brooklyn. It cracks no. me up. Mm-hmm. It cracks me up to hear people like talk about Metro. And like, it's just totally a different experience. It's no. totally a different experience. I, I only got to go there once. Um, and I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> The, uh, the one back home, yeah, yeah. Is it nice or no? It is. I mean, you're employed by this. Oh, so. this is this is. We can cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, okay, I'm just gonna say it like this: Jacksonville, y'all already know. <laughs> <laughs> y'all know. I don't have to say anything. Yeah, it's it's, okay. <laughs> one day I'll visit. I wanted to go. One forever. day more. I th- mm-hmm. You know, people keep saying that. People are like, "Oh, I need to hit up Jacksonville," and it's like. 
No, you don't. Well, it's like <laughs> I just okay. want to go for the drug. I don't care. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. our show that we've been doing has really like started to draw like glitter bomb. A right? really impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We um this summer, me and my husband uh, Hayden, we produced um twelve weeks of drag shows. So every Friday night, we made a themed show, and it's like I say that to people. And when they're not in the drag world, they don't really kind of know what I mean. It's like, no, every week we made brand new videos for every number and we made brand new costumes for everything. We made a brand new poster. Oh, we made a whole theme. I don't know how you do every it. Friday um, uh, mania. Yeah, no, it's like you, your show seemed very, very high production. Media and weed pens. I don't understand how you do any of it, especially um, where you are. Well, basically what what happened was we were going to have to be there every Friday as is because mm-hmm. I would have to go and work. And um, mm-hmm. the reality was Friday, we, we started doing this theme show like three years ago and I guess we'll get into that more later. But yeah. like um, we started doing theme shows like three years ago and we were doing one a month and the attendance was just impressive because like drag mm-hmm. had kind of like gotten to a place with being really stale. Like we got a hamburger Mary's in town. Yeah. But, um, and that got some people excited, but not everybody excited. Mm -hmm. And so it's like drag just became really like you put on a gown, you walk around for seven people and you take your money and it's boring as shit and everybody's drunk. And, um, so like we, um, we started just doing themes and we started getting everybody on the same page. And, um, you know, we did it once a month and then we did it twice a month and it, it, they were doing great. But the better they were doing, the worse our non-themed Fridays were doing. Oh, interesting. Because it was like people were like, OK, here's my night out. You yeah, know, yeah, and yeah. so they go to they go to your theme show and then, you know, you have a great theme show and you're walking out with like three hundred dollars. Wow. You know, and you're yeah. like, wow, look at me. And then you perform the next Friday and like they it. hate you and there's <laughs> eight of them and they just want you to leave because basically they're just there to like. And get drunk, talk to friends, and find someone to go home with mm. to crush the impending doom of loneliness. But I, <laughs> I love the Rosemont. Anyway. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but we just started doing We were going to have to do it anyway. And I was like, I'm tired of being bored. So yeah. let's make it interesting. And I feel like you're kind of leading the way for that whole scene in Jacksonville. I, 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 because rem- um, I was, when did I leave Jacksonville? Like 2013, 2014. Um, I remember not there not being a big scene. I don't know how true. Twenty thirteen or fourteen. Yeah. What were we doing then? I was in Tallahassee then. Oh, ah, gotcha. Um, that's when I moved there. Yeah, that's when I moved like there. Switching was, places. So the timeline is in two thousand nine. I started drag and I was Bizarrica Lestrange and I did like just punk rock, gross, like shocking drag for mm-hmm. several years. Mm-hmm. It's like girls either start out. Um, spooky or like um or uh, so many girls start out spooky or in the pageants i was gonna say yeah spooky or pageants and it's like i started out spooky and um you know the shows were fine but it was still such a we were doing it in like punk rock clubs and then for a while we were doing in this in this real bare bones uh god rest her at the norm it was this legendary um lesbian bar it's no longer with us but um then I left for a while. I rebranded. I became BB Deluxe. I came back and I was like, all right, I'm going to be a Jacksonville celebrity. And, uh, <laughs> and you are. And I am. You, and you are. are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's cute. Like, and that's the kind of thing that like people who don't know about Jacksonville will cringe. But if I said that to anybody in Jacksonville, they'd be like, oh, yeah, girl, you can't go anywhere. It's so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, especially well, I was on the lately. News. I was on the news lately. for a while. Yeah. 
We'll get into that definitely. Yeah, 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 for sure. I definitely want to just go into like the pageant scene yeah, yeah, because yeah, for sure. it's so different in the South it's than intense. it is here. And like you um The motherfuckers hate me. Yeah, like you have a very spe- <laughs> like specific like yeah. perspective on that. Mm-hmm. I would just love you to tell us about it. Yeah, it's it's complicated. Like, I mean, RuPaul's Drag Race gives you like a fraction of it by showing you like a pageant queen and an alternative girl being like, Oh well, you're not a real queen, honey. And then the other one's like, I am a real queen, you're tired. You know, it's like yeah. you see that. Yeah. The reality is is it's like Oh, <laughs> I'm about to get into it. Ooh, I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Please okay. do. So, I'm going to get so much shit for this. If this <laughs> so, basically, I've kinda, I have kind don't want to make a sweeping generalization that all pageant drag is, like, bad. It's not. Like, it's good. Like, you see some glamorous, beautiful fucking shit. But the reality is, is it's kind of a Ponzi scheme. You like, you, 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 you know what the setup was in, in Jacksonville before I started like trying to make waves was you had to carry somebody's suitcase for months. You had to basically be their bitch. You had to let them put makeup on you. Mm -hmm. You had to like, um, you had to like wear only things that they gave you and they would rip you to shreds. They just bullied these girls into submission. And I'm going to sit up in here and say there was some Harvey Weinstein shit going on oh, in Jacksonville. Wow. That does not surprise With me. the drag queens. Oof. And um, they know who they are. Um, but it's 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 very like the whole thing was very incestuous and lots of like manipulation and sexually manipulative and power struggles. And I just thought it was gross. Like I was working employed at Metro. I was not like an amateur newcomer coming up, doing my own thing, having my theme shows, and I'd be in the dressing room and some of these quote established like pageant mothers who we're supposed to respect are like trying to grab my fucking nuts while I'm changing what and like trying fuck? to grab my ass and like um and and um never letting it go. Being like, oh someday you're gonna let me see it. Someday you're gonna let me see it. Like like Oof. literally like I'm at work. Yeah. I'm at work. Yeah. And eventually I made it clear to them, don't fucking touch me. I'm not that girl. But I think what pageants do is it takes it, it for the longest time. What it did was it took people who are on the fringes of society mm-hmm. and you get um, you get these promoters at the top who are like, you know, earning the cut. So they're just like kind of conning these girls out of like hundreds of dollars. Like I, I heard somebody, talk, you know, it's like you're taking somebody who doesn't have a lot of opportunity. Most of the time, like, you know, a trans person yes. of color or yeah. a trans person, a trans woman in the South in the 90s you know and and they have nothing they have no opportunities they can't work anywhere and you say well oh girl you know if you you got to buy in to get you got to play to win you know you got to buy in to get in and and they hustle them out of money and they say well if you wear this glamorous gown it's going to take you here and if you wear this it's going to take you Mm -hmm. here and they've got their own motivations because they're getting their cut and they may or may not be moving something and laundering their money through you know how expensive the gowns are perhaps but um, then you get these girls, they do these things, they spend all this money and they get this crown and they come home and oh, if they get the crown. Yeah, a lot of times that if they never get happens. the crown yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they come home and then they're just like, what the hell just happened? Yeah. And then you got to fucking do free gigs for these people for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's like literally they, they are like they are waving a crown at your head and being like, OK, pay to get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. it's. Yeah. it's it's not my favorite. I know. It's a, it's an interesting like side to hear because I like New York. I talk about this before. Like 
we don't really have a like a pageant scene the way the South has a pageant. Yeah, we like don't. it's not even comparable. Y'all at have all. like royal court. I guess like imperial it, court. It's more like just yeah. like talent competitions, which and is then great. You get a title, which is how it which should is be. Great, that's how it should be. But like, it's just so different th- in the rest of the country, and a lot of times that's like the only outlet to do. Well, Jacksonville has well. so many like title holders. Oh yeah. Like I don't know how they all ended up. Th- I know how they ended up there. I'm not gonna say no names. Yeah, yeah. But they. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. How they, uh, not on mic. You won't. <laughs> um. Yeah. It's um. You know, I watch them. I think they're beautiful. It's it, there's this beautiful pageant. It's Miss Duval, and mm-hmm. like I watch. I don't go because it's like I know if I go, it's gonna cause a problem. Okay. Because like, because literally, like we can't even. Some of these people, I can't even be in the same room with mm-hmm. them because I won't even say anything. It, it was one of those things of like I didn't want anything to do with them. Not I wanted to fight with them. I just didn't yeah. want anything to do with them, and yeah. they couldn't. They couldn't take it. Yeah. So I watch from home. And I think the badge is beautiful. Yeah. And I think the girls serve. I do think that like, you know, y'all are y'all are giving these girls a complex and telling them that they're only, you know, good if they're providing this thing. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I, no, it's just fine. an interesting perspective because in New York, we don't really see it as yeah. much. There will be New York queens who do pageants, but yeah, in New York itself, we don't see that culture really at all. I feel like. I mean, we, ju- we just sort of saw it and it got a little messy, but we won't well, have to get into all, that. That's <laughs> well, that's another what, episode. Yeah. Well, kind of what I perceive is like, it's not the equivalent. It's not the same thing. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not drawing the comparison by saying I feel negatively about it. But I noticed that like the pageant mentality in New York is like that kind of like really, I mean, I'm not trying to like call it industry specifically, but it's like mm-hmm. that like industry girl who's like, yeah. you know, working all the parties in Manhattan yeah. and yeah. her and her hair is somewhere in like a pastel jewel tone. Oh, and yeah. like it's real rocked up and teased and yeah. it, and she does Broadway tunes. Oh, and yeah. mm-hmm. All the all the all the Marys in, in tank tops are living for it. Yeah. And clacking their fans. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's more like I don't know. It's more like <laughs> that was a spot on description. Yeah, it's. it's <laughs> Not taken as like life or death type of yeah. situation. Here. But bearded girls show up in that now, and now they have yeah. like bearded girl pageants. I was just talking to um, Adriana Sparkle last night about the National Bearded Queen, and like, um, and like I think it's, and she was like, "Here's the thing: I'm a girl who like wants to look like a showgirl. I want to look like I'm a biological fantasy woman who just happens to have a beard. Yeah, and um, that's not what I do. And it's like I'm glad that there's an option for the girls who want to do that. It's arch, it's niche, it's specific, but so is drag." Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> like people should be able to do whatever they want. Yeah, yeah. I, Artistically. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's I don't I, I was in a contest on um Friday. I was in mix mix uh bitch nasty, but I mostly just kinda wanted to like play Where my, was that? It was at the Rosemont. Oh, of course it was. Yeah, it was a Bushwick warm up because uh, basically yes. Oh yeah, yeah. I okay. love the term like, Bushwick warm up because that basically says to me because I'm a drag queen, I know how it works. It says uh, I had to go to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had to still go to work even though we had the schwick to work. Hopefully, we gave you good tips. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, you're in Brooklyn, so um, I per- mm-hmm. I performed my number. Um, Sweet Tea, uh, the drag queen from yeah, yeah. Jacksonville. She she won. She won. Oh, she oh, won. Okay. Mix bitch, na- mix bitch nasty. nasty. Oh, I hope she puts that all yeah. over her. <laughs> <laughs> I would. It was very crowded in there. I was oh, very it's uncomfortable. Always very crowded. I, I I I was I was I put my sunglasses on because I didn't want people to see the panic in my eyes. <laughs> it is very claustrophobic. I've I've had to walk out because I was about to pass out because it was so hot that, that's exactly yeah. how i felt i like i've had to walk to the back just because i'm like i'm gonna die all my faggots want to go out on friday and saturday oh. there 
I'm like, fuck no. no. That's like the busiest fucking it's place. Some rotted key bumper with a with a fucking Caesar cut is behind you, just glaring daggers at you. I know. It's like, babe, I'm so sorry. I just I, <laughs> I, I don't I don't know what There's I did. There's nowhere else to go. I don't like Lana's no. new album either. I, I don't know what to do. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I would never. <laughs> I'm offended. Um, with that, <laughs> me and BB are going to fight off yeah. mic. Um, we'll, no, fight no, no. we'll take a little break um, and we'll be right back. <laughs> okay. Bye. I'm glad I'm remembered about Wigwood. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> um, well, speaking of Wigwood. Wigwood. <laughs> Wigwood. Uh, please talk about it. Well, um, so we just came from Bushwick. Yeah. And Bushwick has kind of inspired Wigwood in Miami, mm-hmm. which is like the alternative drag like concert series weekend, I guess. Yeah. Of all the drag queens in like Florida, especially yeah. like South Florida specifically. Mm-hmm. But you're there every year. And I, I try am. now I've been trying to go like every oh, year. Oh, they like <laughs> me there too. Yeah. That's what I like. <laughs> it's cute. Wigwood's incredible. It's um you know, I've been coming to Bushwick for five years, and the first year I was here it was like year three, mm-hmm. and it was like under a tarp, on some muddy grass, <laughs> um, and um, it, it it just like the first couple of years of Wigwood, uh, of Bushwick felt like um, it was all the drag queens were like, look at all of us together in a room. This is crazy. Look how many of us there are. Yeah. And it, it, and um, Bushwick's still incredible now, but I've noticed now it's turned more into like. Uh, um, there are more spectators. There are more visitors oh, who yeah. like are outside of the drag thing. It's like mm-hmm. people do come far and wide in drag to see it, but like you're getting a lot of people who are like, this is their fun weekend. Plans. Yeah, and, or a lot of people because like Brooklyn's constantly getting more gentrified, so mm-hmm. like this is their first time at Bushwick. They don't yeah, even know. A lot they don't of even follow yeah. like drag. And I love that. It's the natural mm-hmm. progression of things. Yeah. Um, Wigwood still is at the stage. It, it is and i don't know if it'll stay this way i i don't know if you can like keep that same kind of thing because mm-hmm. when something runs for a while it you know it yeah, is what yeah. it is it changes. but um wigwood still has that very like um by us for us yeah. feeling um that that reminds me of the first several years that i was going to bushwig and um it's wonderful queef latina yeah <laughs> is um my lovely cousin auntie what sis sis whatever the fuck you want to call her she's wonderful she's um she's the girl she used to be a brooklyn queen i did not know that yeah she is the girl in miami she she the best drag queen house mom Mm -hmm. um and and the reason is is because she's just really a brilliant visual artist and very internet savvy and nice it's 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 um it's a different vibe you know like New York is uh, loves the fact that it's like this tough girl and everyone's a bitch. And Miami's yeah. like, no, we fucking love everyone and yes. we do lots of cocaine. <laughs> like it's, it's, you know. I feel like when I go to like South Florida, like yeah. the com- camaraderie, like people really, really support each other. Yeah, like the oh, whole South community. Beach is its own thing. Well, that's different. <laughs> Not South Beach, but like just like South Florida, like yeah. those queens and like everyone in that community, they're so supportive oh, of each so other. Lovely. And I'm like so not used to that from New yeah. York. I'm like, wow, yeah. you really like lift each other up. Wigwood's great, <laughs> and we started doing a caravan down there. I just went down to Miami for the first time for Wigwood, not this past year, but the year before. Year, year before. So I've only been going to Miami for like two years and it is my I'm in love I love Miami. I'm in love with that city and I'm in love with the people I see when I'm there like um um 
She's always changing her drag name. Amal Kiosk, my friend um, mm-hmm. down there. I stay at her beautiful place with her husband. And, um, you know, just uh, now, now I'm on the spot to, like, name everybody. And I'll get in trouble. Oh, no, don't worry fine. about it. Um, <laughs> but I, 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 they're all brilliant. Like, yeah. everybody's really brilliant and working really hard. And um, they're all just, like, cute nerds. Yeah. Like, no, one, no one's too cool. Yeah, it's and Wigwood's a play a play on the name Winwood, which is like a little the neighborhood. Po- yeah, it's a neighborhood in um, Miami, and it's it reminds me so much of much of Bushwick. So it's like we, weird mirror. We effect. really want to do yeah. one in Jacksonville. Um, yeah, and we live in the neighborhood Murray Hills, so we were thinking Murray Heel. Wow, that'd be cute. <laughs> but I don't even wear heels. So. No, that's the point. <laughs> that's the point. Um, we but, call this podcast wigging out. Me and Mark here don't wear wigs. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Yeah, but it's it's inspiring and and um you know to have been so graciously taken in by the family there and and, and not in a like, you know, let's pose for a photo together, but like literally no. like I I can yeah. I can text Queef at any time and yeah. and she will get back to me and it's it's not show businessy down there and it's 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 very it's really supportive cool. and like yeah. people like just I feel like they do it because they love it. Yeah. I'm sure I'm sure you could find show businessy bullshit in Miami and like Art Basel's a lot like that but um but 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 the the drag scene But this what would it's wonderful. is more like an alternative. It's yeah, not like it's the, the page, alternative. It, it's not the yeah. pageanty <laughs> scene in Miami. It's the I live in such a bubble yeah. that it just doesn't even register cuz yeah, yeah. what Miami's actually known for is like palace and yeah, like palace. brunch shows yeah. and like girls going out in the street and yeah. dunking water on their beautiful titties which I love. I love it too. <laughs> oh man, walking past Palace like for the first time I was like, uh, "Oh, Fantasia my God. Royale Gaga." This is like yeah. a different country to me. I I Miami's so foreign. I don't you know. You have to you have to I, come oh, with so I'm you not have to go to Wigwood. Like, I want to go to Wigwood, but you have to. It's, it's like just all amazing. the it's it's all the like southern hospitality charm with no fucking rednecks. Like <laughs> everyone's that. brown and and well, and kind. like it's very Spanish. If you don't know oh, Spanish, it's very like, Cuban. Yeah. Every time I go to Miami, I meet way more New Yorkers than I ever do oh, in yeah. New York. <laughs> it's very bizarre because like everyone's there on vacation. I just so avoid- I just meet every New Yorker there. I- as much as I'm a Floridian, I hate the beach, so I just didn't, never wanted to go to Miami. <laughs> I mean, the beach is only like a little bit part of it. There's a lot it's very on. tropical. I got a full body sunburn because I thought oh, I, I remember be, this. I thought I was gonna be cute, and I cut off all my hair. Like I, I buzzed it all off, and I did this like GI Jane look. And I didn't wear sunscreen because I'm from Jacksonville and I didn't realize like, no, you will die. I, I, yeah. it, I was like, oh, I'm from Florida. I'm fine. It's like, no, bitch. No. You're like from like the Florida, Georgia border. Like yeah. this is this is literally the tropics. And um, my, my like my scalp was just like seeping fluid. You were so red. Oh, and so, and, my God. oh and I had a tan line from my um, my eyebrows. Yeah, I remember and, and I had put these dots on my forehead to do like a tribal thing, and I had these dots, so it's like the rest of my forehead was like this <laughs> awful orange, orangey leather, and then you'd get just like a white dot just in the <laughs> middle. It was so bad. I had, I had scabs, mama burns. Oof, oof, oof. <laughs> Protect your ki- uh, skin, kill children. Wear sunscreen on your bald head, you, <laughs> you, you, you messy, wigless, slutty bitches. <laughs> How to transition to our next topic from uh, listen i don't know anything about smooth transition I that's not really yeah. <laughs> it's not gonna we're not gonna transition too well but that's okay this is wicked nothing about when have we ever transitioned though <laughs> never, never. so you have been in the news a lot lately in uh, florida not really yeah. in new york because unless I, we follow like situations going on though you were on npr but 
I think it was a bigger story in Florida, probably. Yeah, it ended up on the BB. Uh, it ended up on the BBC News. Like, oh wow! Like, oh, the news stories went everywhere. It was in Newsweek. It was. Um, I, yeah, Newsweek. I remember. It was hard keeping track. Um. So what exactly happened? Okay. So basically, I started doing the drag queen story hours, and I had always wanted to do one because I have a history in child education. I work with kids that have autism. Um. I wanted to be a kindergarten teacher at a certain point, but I realized being a drag queen and being a kindergarten teacher didn't really mix because no. of this shit. Yes. Um, but basically I finally got asked to start doing story hour and I was stoked. So I did it. And the second time I did it, some protesters showed up and I just walked up to them and said hi and put them on my Facebook live and told them I liked their outfits and, and clowned around for a bit. And some of them laughed like you, that my favorite part is making yeah. anti-gay protesters laugh. The instinct is to say a lot of hateful stuff to them or like yeah. Yeah. try to convince them they're wrong. If you just like Bugs Bunny at them, yeah. if you just legitimately like go up to Elmer Fudd and kiss him on the nose, they, yeah. they, they don't even know what to do with yeah. themselves. Yeah, they, they don't expect that type of like, Yeah, they reaction. think I'm going to be this angry heathen, but yeah, in yeah. fact, like in this moment, I am being hired to be a kid's fucking party clown, you yeah. idiots. Nuance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but it, <laughs> like, what, yeah, do you, what, yeah. do you, what do you think? What do you know. think? Um, but and then you know that was fun and everybody was that went viral in Jacksonville me talking to the protesters and it was so that video was so fun and everybody <laughs> yeah it was great my 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 friends all say to me like hi I'm BB I'm sorry you're sad <laughs> <laughs> I'd be a great therapist <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, then Willow Branch Library which is the library I grew up at asked me to host a prom and I was not getting paid I was just. To, I was told, show up for a couple of hours before your gig, say hi to the kids, host a costume contest, take photos if, if they want to take photos with you. Fine. And um, then a, um, a, faith, a conservative, religious, evangelical um, Facebook activist in, I want to say Ohio. No one can figure out where this bitch live. But, um, I still think Russia. Some people say Ohio. Some people say no. No. Well, I know people who have actually like, oh, grown up around their family. Okay. Because oh, it's like this is a real person. Yeah, yeah. They're oh, quiverfuls. Um, mm -hmm. and for those that don't know what a quiverful, I it's like know. the Duggars on the on the on uh twenty six and counting or whatever the hell that show was. Yeah, yeah. I think they're up to forty. Oh Jesus! Are they was like they would. Be. It's a fucking vagina, yeah. not a clown car. It's it's <laughs> like, um, but sh but it it they basically in their religious interpretation of the text, they believe in having as many children as possible so they can um, protect themselves against the end of days. And it's like, babe, here's the thing. I'm pretty sure if like you're the chosen one, like you're protected. You, That's you don't true. need to keep making belly fruit. Uh, <laughs> your, your salad's full. Um, <laughs> this child's for food. This one's for defense. She took four photos of me looking hot, honestly, <laughs> but like took four photos of me out of context. One's of me wearing like a nude illusion suit and one's Ooh. of me in Miami um, oh. wearing my G.A. Jane look and um, just pictures of me looking like a hot slut. Oh, um, yeah. Like I am in the evening. <laughs> and, Absolutely. Um, and posted them and was like, oh, this is what your tax dollars are funding. Call the Willow Branch Library with your complaints now. So people from all over the world yeah. called in to complain. But as soon as I got wind of it, I woke up and people in my city had already started like 
counter protesting. Like they oh, were yeah. already on her thread and her thread was shut down by my people. Like oh, if I know. you scrolled yeah, you looked through. If you oh, scrolled through <laughs> the comments were just people being like, Leave this bitch alone. She ain't bothering nobody. Yeah. Like, you know, and um my smart ass uh, I went on to the Facebook page in the comments and I said, you know what? You guys are right. And um, I, I, I'm willing to change my ways and do something better. And if you guys donated at least $20,000 to my Venmo account <laughs> or my cash app and I put them both there, I will find a good wife and quit drag and never do it again. It's like, honestly, if somebody gave me $20,000, yeah. I might actually take a break from drag. <laughs> no, right? Um, Did that not happen? <laughs> it got deleted probably within an hour and I got blocked from posting on the page because okay. like, I mean, yeah. Why, why would I want to respond? Because they want me to react yeah. like the girl in Ohio did. The girl in Ohio, uh, one of Nina West's family, I guess, like a girl with the last name West. She, um, she There's a lot of them. That did a, a lot, lot of, of reacting online. Uh -huh. And she was like, hey, we need to get this bitch. And, um, uh, and then they I use think I know that. Who you're talking about. And then she's able to victimize herself by being like, look, they're saying they're going to get me. Whereas I'm a clown. Yeah. I will take this moment and I put up my Venmo and my cash out and, um, and I was able to get enough, um, donations to finish my EP. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but, but what happened after that yeah. was the library canceled the event that Monday. It was it, like the, the post went up on Friday. They canceled the event on Monday. Mm -hmm. We had the replacement prom on Friday. Like it was supposed to happen. Yeah. And, um, I told the guy on the phone, the director of the library, like, this is a really bad mistake. You're actually making a deeply homophobic, transphobic decision by canceling this. Yeah. And he didn't understand why he, he, he had never been to a pride parade. He had never been to a pride celebration. He'd never seen this side of the world. He didn't know gay people, you know? Yeah. yeah. And it's like, I told him like pretty much like he was concerned. I was going to show up looking scandalous. Like, like that's where his mind was. I know. Uh -huh. So I, um, I, I was like, you really need, it's a bad idea. You need to not do it. So mm -hmm. then he did it anyway. And I turned the focus on him. I took his picture yeah. and I said, this is the guy. I'm not going to say his name now because he's actually, th there's a happy ending to it. He's working on it and he's doing, he's, 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 he's learned the lesson yeah. that he needed to learn. That's like amazing. That. But, um, I did not expect that one. I'll say Tim Rogers. He learned the lesson yeah. he needed to learn, yeah. but he, um, he just wouldn't, budge he really mm. like they were like this just isn't the kind of event we thought we were going to have and i'm like and and i was telling them like you know you understand that it's really arrogant of you to make that decision for these kids yeah because these kids have seen people cancel their event because they think it's horrible you actually cancel it and then these kids sit at home thinking like well i guess i suck yeah so um we ended up leading a counter protest outside the original location and there were like 70 people there and there were no counter protesters. And, um, but that week was crazy cause it was pride. So we, that, that week was just such a mind fuck for me because it was like Friday, the stuff went out. I got my money. I was feeling it high. Then Monday they canceled the thing. So I immediately like, put the dude on blast on Facebook mm -hmm. and people were really trying to be like, Oh, he's not the enemy here. It's like, no, actually this complacency right here, yeah. this any port in a storm allyship, mm -hmm. this, we can slap a rainbow sticker or a safe space sticker on something and say, that's enough. It's not enough. You actually have to like do it. Mm -hmm. And um, no one else is calling this out and I don't represent any organization. So I'm gonna call it out. Yeah. Like I'm, I have everything to lose. I have, I have nothing to lose. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know? Um, so we, I, we had a reading at UNF, the uh, Drag Queen Story Hour at UNF that Tuesday. 
<laughs> and then we had um, the event on Friday, and then we had an event at the Museum of Science and History that was family friendly that Sunday that we had protesters at. Yes, and, I remember. Um, and it was into, but we had the prom, and now um, we have these regular meetings with uh, the library to make sure that nothing like this ever happens again. And um, you know what? What what happened was the national blogger, yeah, uh, the domestic terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> decided to uh, like inspired this local joke of a yokel yeah um who has like this fake church with like seven people in it to start holding prayer visuals whenever i do stuff <laughs> and it's like babe i feel like martyr would like and he came he came, to, he came to um this guy his name is raymond johnson i'll say his name because he's okay. a joke and people should know about him okay but um, <laughs> Honestly, like that's like good press, though. I feel like. Uh, yeah, never mind. I won't say his name. Um, <laughs> no, I, I mean for you. <laughs> oh, for me, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh well, he he like he he came to my drag queen story hour at UNF, and people saw him laughing at my jokes. I don't understand oh, yeah. how I you can protest this. the shit out of my whole thing, but you come and see me and you think it's funny. Like, baby, if I hated me, I want to be away from me. But that's not how they operate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but it was intense. I was on the news yeah, on multiple it, channels. Yeah, it went crazy all week. viral. I basically took off work to just uh, any press I could get because I wanted to control the narrative because Absolutely. I didn't. Cause, and oh, oh, I was aggressive with the news too when they first started interviewing me. I made somebody film me on Facebook Live while I took interviews because, yeah. like, you're not going to fuck me. Yeah. That's not. That's. <laughs> you don't want that, like, oh, narrative. No. But it was great. I have a wonderful community in Jacksonville that supported me through that whole thing, and we, we survived. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of like an only in Florida type of situation, but it's not. It's I feel not like this not. could happen. It's happening really everywhere. anywhere. It's yeah. actually happening everywhere. Yeah. Um, oh, and they can't take like a bearded drag queen is like the thing they're afraid yeah, of. Yeah. The you're thing the they're afraid man. of is a, a, a man is going to say, I'm a woman. I should be in this bathroom. It's like, sis, I don't shit in public. <laughs> you ain't got to worry about me. Public, <laughs> public toilets are scary. I, yeah. I, I, I don't want to be in there. No. Also, I don't know. It's a, it's such a complicated situation. People yeah. need to chill out. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, it's like what what it is is you you are taught your entire life. I imagine this person who's in this extremely yeah. religious family. You're taught your entire life. You're supposed to stay in this place mm -hmm. and you're supposed to follow these rules rigidly. If you don't follow them, we're going to beat the shit out of you. Yeah. And you're going to hell. It, it, you're going to hell. You're going to experience more pain than you've ever known. And when you when they start to repeat that manifesto back that's the only time you're praised. Mm -hmm. So you respond to being vitriolic and power hungry yeah. as like, this is love. So you um, see someone like me who doesn't follow any yeah, of those archaic rules. Yeah. And instead of thinking, wow, those rules don't actually exist. I can do what I want. You think, Hey, they're not following the rules and that's not fair. Bitch, what the fuck you mean? It's not fair. Yeah. Um, so so that that's where that anger and aggression comes from. They really feel like they've been cheated out of something when they see you thriving. And it's like, babe, I'm struggling just like you. Yeah. I <laughs> it's a very them versus us situation. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I'm I'm really curious. We don't have to talk about it on mic, but um it sounds like they're the the blogger. They they're not from the local community. No, no, no. no. That's so, that's so bizarre. Then. No, and mm. a lot of the a lot I I received lots of death threats, but a lot of them come from people who are. Um, a lot of them came from people in Australia, 
Like she well, like Australia has like a very yeah, yeah, very yeah, yeah, yeah. strong conservative. Yeah, yeah. Area. So it's like yeah. all these people. It's like basically she's this person is a dog whistle for all these extreme conservatives who are like mad because like you can't say racial slurs anymore. You know, yeah. <laughs> like it's it's it's. Um, they just watch Fox News all day. It, it, it's it's this like really terrifying ideology. It's like the same reason why like oh, a lot of like straight dudes do. don't wipe their ass. I yeah. <laughs> I just hope they don't. Start, and from like, that, killing <laughs> us <laughs> for this. Episode. I mean, if I die because of this kind of work, I will become a legend. Like people will talk about me. Oh my god, it's almost like you'd be a martyr. martyr. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, that's some lit. The, that that's the lit part to think about. It's like, oh, maybe you know, faggots will put my name on a uh, on a button or a pen and, and we'll make and, a no we'll make a broadway musical about your life yeah. and then like sean penn will play you in a sean movie. penn <laughs> jesus that was a weird milk reference <laughs> oh it was milk yeah. it was milk okay i got you i got you i got you uh, that uh, was a oddly with my bizarre. luck i'll get that what was it was stonewall was the stonewall oh, oh it was God. so bad it was so bad some um 18 year old twink will play you yeah, in the no, movie. yeah uh, <laughs> or maybe even scarlett johansson um <laughs> yep. so she will definitely play you yeah she'll play you um so earlier you said you could um you funded a ep with some of the donations you were yeah. getting <laughs> your upcoming yeah. ep yeah I, well i took two donations it was like donations to make the prom happen was a very separate thing good. and i was making sure that that was being handled professionally and not through me at all because <laughs> i didn't need that on me good <laughs> um but i told people like hey i have an ep coming up if you guys support queer art and i was able to very quickly get enough money to um pay for the mixing and mastering and finish it Ooh. Ooh, so i think we should we're gonna take play a listen we're oh. gonna take a listen Let's we're gonna do it. give you a little preview and we're gonna take a break this take a is break. the deluxe listen. enterprise Oh my god, that was amazing! It <laughs> was Thank so good. You. Though. It was so exciting to see you perform that at Bushwick. Yeah, that was that was um, Harchata hooked me up. I, Oof, I, you had the best. I time. had a good spot. Yeah, I had a good spot. spot before we were running an hour late, and then yeah. we were running an hour late, and, and it I had got a even better. Spot. Yeah, you got, oh, it was great. You probably got like one of the better. Spots. It was cool. Like this Bushwick was great, mm -hmm. and um, to be able to like do this song, I've been listening to this song. I wrote it back in like. October of last year mm -hmm. so it's like I've just and and I this was the first one that I finished and mixed mastered so it's like I've been listening to it for so long that it doesn't sound like anything to me anymore mm -hmm. so seeing that people were like listening and like you don't know if you're gonna have a Rebecca Black moment <laughs> people are gonna like immediately hate it and uh, but everybody really likes it it gets stuck in people's heads and it's it was, kind of it's, it's kind of a catchy. mantra it's yeah. kind of a, people are really feeling it because i wanted to make a song that like definitely had that like posturing like big r&b hip-hop like missy elliott is like a huge inspiration oh, yeah. so is lisa left eye and, oh yeah and um all kind like it's definitely like a late 90s early 2000s thing but it, it's um but I didn't want to make anything that was like about making money because I have none. <laughs> and I, did, I, I feel red right now. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't want to go like super, I didn't want to go like super like 
sexual because I'm not really like that yeah. girl as much these days. Mm-hmm. And like there are other people doing that really well. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to take a song that's like aggressive about being not aggressive. People ask me, they're like, why are you mad? I'm like, no, I'm not the mad one in the song. I'm asking why everyone else is so yeah. mad. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it, it's very relatable to, like, so many situations. Yeah. Well, that's kind of why I did it. I wanted it to be a situation. It's like, um, it's like, oh, girl, why are we leaving early? Because she ran into her ex, and now she's mad as fuck, mad as fuck, mad as fuck. <laughs> so when your friend is, like, being petty, you know, you just like, girl, you being mad as fuck, mad as fuck. <laughs> it's so good. Like, people are really bopping. And, like, there's a lot of music at Bushwick, and... Not a lot of people like tend to get into it, but your stuff they totally did. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love pop. I love pop music. Yeah. Easily digestible. You know how to make the hooky. The gays happy. I'm gonna give the gays everything. Everything they want. They want. Well, <laughs> p- pop got really like, and I love it, but pop got really like pretentious for a minute there. Mm-hmm. And um, I love, I love a good bit of pretension with my pop trust. But um, I, um, it, it, I started to notice that it's. And and then the other side of it, like the more like bubblegum pop, I guess you call it like top 40 started going into this like fusiony, like just, just, it doesn't really sound like anything. So I just wanted to make something that sounded like what I listened to on the school bus when I was in high school. Yeah, no, it's definitely those vibes. That's why I appreciate it. Yeah. Cool. How is what, how is doing the EP? Like, how is that process? It's, it's, um, it's, I think I started trying to make it last September, October, and it took a couple of times to find the right relationship with the right sound engineer. Mm-hmm. Um, originally, I was um, I didn't feel confident enough in my abilities as a producer, um, so I was trying to solicit other producers to like help me, and uh, nothing really sounded the way that I was like describing. I was like, you know what, Dum Dum, why don't you sit down and like just start producing? So <laughs> I, I spent a long time yeah. trying to just produce, and I have so, like, there's maybe like, seven drafts of mad as fuck Mm -hmm. until I got it right. And, um, so that, that was, but it was like, as I started to go, I was like, okay, this is coming to me more intuitively and I know how to do this and I'm not daunted by it because like a lot of DIY musicians, it's like a lot of the setup is there's like some dude in town, some like cis dude who like, tells you you're doing it all the wrong way and let me show you the way to do it. And you need me to be in the room to do this. And like, then as it turns out, I could just do it myself. Yeah. And you, you save know. a lot of money that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But I did hire a professional to, um, mix it, uh, mix and master. His name's Paul Lipinski. Uh, he's from my platinum sound. Thank you, Paul. He's, he's so, he's such like a chill dad type. He just kind of <laughs> like sits there and doesn't even really say anything. And he just clicks buttons until it sounds great. Um, but I worked with some really good people along the way. My friend Mike Kelly really did help me, um, kind of figure out how to, like how the recording process works. So I set up a booth in my closet at home and I bought the stuff on Amazon and, um, and I, I, I ran it like a, I snaked the thing through the hallway into the computer and, um, and a friend of mine, my very good friend, Anthony donated this. The hardest part about producing when is, is needing to have the sound, right? So you need to have like speaker monitors and like good headphones, yeah. like, cause most headphones don't get to the decibel gifted me a $300 pair of headphones. So it's just wow. kind of like, it's like the key. That's like, what we need. I know like, mm-hmm. it, well, they had gotten a new pair, but yeah. basically it's like this, this EP is a community effort. Mm-hmm. I was kind of thinking in the beginning, like, Oh, this thing needs to blow up and it needs to end up everywhere. And it's like, the reality is I'm, I'm kind of just trying to do this as, as like, for myself, but as lip service for like the people who have been supporting me my entire career in Jacksonville, you know, because yeah. they want to see it happen. 
I um, want to see it happen. I'm so excited and proud of you. I want to see it happen. Yeah. I'm tired of putting dollars in my shapewear. <laughs> <laughs> I, I put them in my bra because I don't. Uh, where, <laughs> where can people find your EP? Um, it is going to be on all streaming platforms on September 27th. And currently, um, so if it's past September 27th, y'all can just find it everywhere. Um, you can also find me on Bandcamp if you want to uh, buy it from me directly. And you can, um, you can stream Mad as Fuck on all pl streaming platforms as well. And on Instagram, I upload everything there, too. So it's bebe.deluxe, bebe.deluxe. I'm on Twitter, too. That's fun. <laughs> BB Deluxe. Yes, you're so funny <laughs> online. Where, what are your current gigs right now? Currently, um, you know, that's not th like we just did 12 weeks of shows. I don't know yeah. if I talked about that on the mic. You did. You did. Uh, I did. Yeah, we just did 12 theme shows in a row. Um, I know that I, I'm i kind of taking a back seat. For, I, I, I was performing numbers and drag numbers and stuff, but now that this music's out, I kind of just want to, like, focus on that. Yeah. So I'm going to be hosting more. You're um, a great host. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> My dad, um, Dickie Palmer, he was a uh, stand-up comic, and I grew up in a comedy club. So oh. I, um, you could so, so see it. Yeah, I fall into it, <laughs> and he was he, he was real country too. So it's like I notice I get like more and more Duval County sound, and when you put a microphone in my hand, but people love, it. especially like I'm not used to that at all. So when I hear you, I'm like, yes, this yeah. is everything. <laughs> I it love was, um, this. <laughs> it was it was uh, side note I. I just because I'm thinking about it. I saw Ruby Rue at her show at Macri last mm -hmm. night and mm -hmm. she's such a good host yeah oh, she really is such a good host um yeah but I um I'm gonna we're doing a Lizzo show <laughs> on Friday when yeah. I get back uh Sweet Tea the drag queen yes. who I mentioned earlier she's um she's creatively heading that and I'm gonna come in and host and um uh, Your show themes are like I just wish I could be in Jacksonville to see them because they're everything I love. I was going uh, to ask like what oh, what, yeah, what are the most insane things my, you came up with? My favorite show we've ever done. I know what you're gonna say. I know. Oh my god, I'm glad you know. I know. Um, Night of a Thousand Joan Cusacks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of niche? <laughs> I know. It well, was it was so a joke. Good. It was a joke. Like when we first started doing the show, like our themes were like. We tried to not like we didn't want to go out there and do like eighties night. Yeah, no. we didn't want to go out. We still have not done a Disney night. Like, like we I don't tell think people, you need to. If you ever yeah. see us doing a Disney night, we're about to quit. Yeah, like, well, like uh, we're it's it's just not like no, I don't hate Disney. It's just I've seen drag queens doing Disney. And I know. It's done. Nina, it's done. Oh, Nina West single handedly destroyed numbers, so anyone else trying good. to do it at Bushwick. Yeah. <laughs> she was um, so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I. uh but um night of a thousand joan cusacks was kind of a joke when we started it was like i think we did like a burlesque type show we did like an outer space show we did like a halloween thing and um we were still kind of teaching our audience how far we could go and then i had made a joke like coming back because we'd started doing britney night you know uh -huh. we did Hot night of a thousand britneys because yeah. everybody you can always bank on britney yes yeah. you can always always have a britney show and somebody will show up yeah know? people love her yeah um but uh we um we made a joke we were like coming up next how, how night of a thousand joke cusacks and a year later we were like hold up i think we can make these motherfuckers go to anything <laughs> let's see and so we did how night of a thousand because she's my favorite actress like i like she's um so good. i will watch her carol kane or Whoopi goldberg in anything <laughs> me too 
I will watch those three actresses in any movie. Absolutely. Um, and we did a Whoopi Goldberg show too. Oh, that's amazing. We haven't done a Carol Kane show. You should. There's, there's so not enough roles. Are you sure? I don't I know if there's like enough roles. You could just take sound clips from what she has. It would have there. to be like a four number show. <laughs> it would have to be cute. You could little, do some Woody Allen in there. It would be a cute little tip around. Woody Allen. <laughs> Um, have audience members started like participating in that? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Like, um, lots of people, when we did our video game show, the whole uh, front row was dressed up like Mario. Aww. Um, a lot of our friends come and dress up if they're not mm -hmm. in it. Didi Boniva is this, um, drag queen, my best friend. She's like my sister. Yeah. She lives right around the corner from me. She always turns a look. Yeah. Um, Christy Miller, one of my best friends, she, she comes up and, uh, she always has some like wonderfully crafted. So now, and, and lots of people, you know, my drag mom comes out, all her friends come out and, and, and it's kind of, it's, it's really cool because it's like, this is your going out for the week and you guys choose to come here on Friday. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. like if I had the choice to go out or stay home, I'd probably stay home. Yeah. So like it's, it, it's become a community hangout. It, it, it turned into like, let's put these stupid shows on for our friends. Bagas love a good excuse to, um, get dressed up. So. They were going to be there anyway. <laughs> yeah. So it's, uh, it, yeah. Um, speaking of which, since um, all the faggots come out on Friday, <laughs> um, it's my favorite question of the podcast, Yay. and I asked it to everyone. Do you have a craziest story in nightlife or in drag? Do I have a craziest story in nightlife? Um, um, okay, so my craziest night in drag was in Chicago at the Jackhammer Complex. Okay. And what was crazy about this night in drag is that I was one of the only people in drag so, okay. <laughs> so Jackhammer Complex is a place that has like a sex club downstairs. Okay. Um, and so it was during IML and I was in Chicago um, and totally, totally by accident. Like, and I kept telling people that and they're like, yeah, right, girl. It's like, no, I just, I, I literally had no idea. Um, um, I wear pleather. But <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but I had no idea. And I go because Lucy Stool. Of um, we love Lucy Stool. Mm -hmm. uh, she um, she was there and she was hosting and I was like, OK, so I went okay. in drag and she was in drag. And I thought it was going to be like a place called Parliament House in Orlando. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> Parliament House is there's one area that's a club and there's an area where everyone's fucking off to the side. Yeah. Like in the hotel rooms. If you see a door open, it's not by accident. Yeah. But um, if you. <laughs> So I was like, okay, well, I'm in drag. I'm just going to stay in the party part. I'm not going to go hang out in, 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 in the dookie room. And um, so then, um, she <laughs> but it's IML. So you walk in and it's like dudes are getting fisted on pool tables. Mm -hmm. um, my, my friend is like a total dick pig. It's just like, it's just like loving the, and I'm in a moment where like, okay, I'm wearing such a don't you fucking touch me outfit. Yeah. I had on, I had on a two piece wool suit <laughs> that I had covered in safety pins and it said queer as fuck, stay queer as fuck. And it's like, but like literally like just like safety pins poking out of it and you're in a room full of bodies and I'm literally, and I'm, I, I had like a red beard. I had like a really severe makeup. So I'm literally just like <laughs> totally out of place. Yeah. It's just full of, dudes walking around in their stupid little underwear, like just, yeah. just, you know, grunting at each other. And, um, <laughs> it was really fun because like I got to sort of see what it's 
because when you're out in drag, it's like usually you have like a friend. You know, you've been this friend. Yeah, you always, always have a friend, friend who's like holding the purse. <laughs> yeah, and who's like charging the phone, and yeah. it's like, yeah, I'll take a picture. And um, I got to be the friend for my friend. It was like my friend was in drag at the sex club. <laughs> So my friend is like, you know, like on the ground getting like, you know, the shit beat out of him by trade. And I'm like, yes, girl. <laughs> I'll see you in the car in five. <laughs> I had um, I had my phone bank in my big like grandma purse. <laughs> so I'm just walking around like charging people's phones. <laughs> and um, in the process, it was like I showed up there with my friend from Miami who had never been. Yeah. And we went together and I had never been. So it's like I'm a little nervous. I'm like, oh, it's the vibe. Is, are there any clown fuckers in here? I'm not sure. You know, yeah. um, uh, there were a couple. I'm I was sure like, there were. thank you. You're very handsome. That's not what I'm doing right now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, I'm um, sure there were. No shade. It's just not. It's not just, tonight. It, it, there was a friend of mine from Miami who had never been and we went together and then another friend of mine who I knew from Florida from Tallahassee mm-hmm. lived in Chicago and had never been so I did <laughs> and then another friend that I had made that weekend was like hey where do I where's the hole like how do I get to the hole and it's like when did I become the fucking like <laughs> like the um the Sherpa of <laughs> the, the jackhammer complex yeah. but I was like alright come down but the, but the reality is is it's like Okay, so uh, so you have the moment you're on the top platform and then you go down these stairs and it feels like you're waiting in the queue at fucking Universal Studios, you know, and then like you get down there and it's like, you know, there's like red light bulbs and shit and everyone's hanging out. And then there's like the room that's called the hole and you go walk into the hole and it's like, you know, it's like wall to wall packed with like dudes and slings just just going at it. It sounds like a kennel. (laughs) Oh, my God. And then then but like you walk in. And I, I can only describe, I laughed because I laughed as soon as I walked in because you can only describe it as it's as if you were cooking a souffle in an oven. You had just opened the oven and the thing you're cooking is a souffle of um, lube and shit. Oof. So it was just, you just open it. It's Oof. just like chemical, Oof. chemical mixed with herbal. Oof. And I just laughed. And then you see all these guys are walking around like, like, and one of them's back in there carrying like, ah, like they're just like, everyone's acting and everyone's like wearing more drag than I am. <laughs> like, like they're all in their little harnesses, like they're butt naked, but they are playing more of a character than I am. Yeah. And I'm in drag. So it was definitely like a, like, it's not, I'm not shaming it. Like, I'm glad that they were having a good time. Yeah. And it was sexy. It's like, you do, like, watch, you're, you are kind of watching porn in real life sometimes. Yeah. And you're like, oh, damn. Um, but, like, for the most part, it was, like, so non-sexual for me. <laughs> <laughs> it was, and I don't even think if I were out of drag, I'd be having a good time. If I were out of drag, I think I would just be, like, kind of uncomfortable and, yeah. like, neurotic and, like, yeah. trying to make it funny. Like, it's, yeah. it's it's not your scene. But that was that was my wildest night. And then um and then we go outside and my friend had taken on many dates while she was inside mm, good for the, her. inside the bathhouse and um and um she liked to get her ass beat by trade. And so we walk outside and I'm like, "Oh bitch, you are bleeding." Oof. Like and I was like oh. concerned. No, it's cuz we had hugged really tightly. Yeah. Um, and <gasps> she had like some of my red paint on her, but uh, we were like, bitch, Trey beat your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I hugged tightly on the one dry spot. Trust. <laughs> oh my God. But that, that was actually my crazy Lucy stool was in drag. Yeah. Um, but because she was supposed to be, she was hired to be. And then she left. 
yeah, so yeah, I stayed yeah. there Smart. all night. And I remember leaving at 4 a.m. and just and oh, Ooh. the funniest part was I left at 4 a.m. because I had just been there forever, and it's yeah. like you're inside and you like you can't see anything outside. And my friend from Tallahassee was like, like he had just gotten there, mm-hmm. and we we hung out for a little bit, but like I. I would I was waiting for him to like finish up in the hole and he wouldn't and I go up to him and he's topping some dude and I was just like hey babe I'm leaving and then he goes what and then he like runs and he just pulls out of this dude and just leaves he goes you can't leave me it's too magical here I need you I was like bitch go go finish I your business I think you're enjoying yourself like you don't need just the fact that me. that moment of like you know when you leave your messy friend at the club and they're like no you can't go but it's like they pulled <laughs> that is a magical night <laughs> and, and and they were having that moment of like you just saw me naked and having sex i'm like girl i've seen every dick yeah. tonight yeah who haven't you seen <laughs> i've tonight? seen every single dick tonight oh my god I, it's too early in the afternoon to hear that story so i'm a little i'm a little i've groggy. heard a lot of very similar stories <laughs> yeah. only from chicago like i guess that's the place. chicago's a sex place yeah apparently my, oh i i did want to bring up this 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 was my favorite it was it was it was, it was sitting there and like so these big leather daddies would come up to you and they, like you know every once in a while one of them would be like I was ignored, which was great. But but the every once in a while, a woman come up to you and be like, "Love your outfit, girl." girl. Uh, my favorite my favorite response. It happened more than once. This is my favorite. They would see me and they would go, "It is so important that you're here right now." Shut <laughs> up! Oh, no, no, no. Like, Shut up! I'm not gonna fuck you, but you know, someone might. <laughs> like girl you're valid (laughs) honey i don't think you know how important you saying that to me was (laughs) um with that we should um we should start closing out yeah Yeah. what so where do you want to see your dragging music head in the future i would like to be able to um produce probably Eventually, I think at some point i am going to reach the moment where like all right i don't need to have my face on everything yeah, yeah. You know, I am going to reach that moment where like I don't have to be this like center of attention thing mm-hmm. I think like eventually I, I, I would like to produce music and write I think but I do want to ride this way for a while and experiment artistically with 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 um, music as a genre I think I would um ultimately want to open up a venue that is um, more performance focused because most of the time what happens is it's like we opened a bar we put a stage with a shitty sound system on it yeah so i would want to someday probably in jacksonville own a venue where the kids can come out and be lit well and you can hear them if they're singing and um their tracks not like fizzing and bumping and you know it's there's like good seating and people are paying attention that's kind of mostly what i want i i like yeah i i want to i want the album to hit and i'd love to like do that press turn that everybody gets where you're like in every magazine you're on every talk show and make a little chunk of money and use that money to make Jacksonville better and then Mm. I kind of want to make Jacksonville the Austin Texas of Florida I think you are like single-handedly doing that though already trying yeah I I'm it's it's a process I mean there's for all the stuff I know I don't know there's like three times the things I don't know you know so it's 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 um I mean you're like kind of like pioneering something completely new there yeah, I mean, but but it's changing. Like First Baptist just shut down a yeah. bunch of its shit downtown, and the library's on our side. The Museum of Science and History, like, 
offered um uh, we we did a show there and it's like these institutions i just i was just nominated for a cultural council award in jacksonville i wasn't able to go because i was here at bushwick um but it's like oh it's okay i was just nominated i I didn't win (laughs) but um that's okay but it's like that's not the point (laughs) (laughs) it's not the point you're right thank you cultural council i really appreciate (laughs) it no true story i cried when i got that nomination because it's like finally jacksonville has started to recognize like hey actually we see what you're doing and we think it's delightful when yeah. for the longest, when you first start in this niche thing of drag, as we talked about at the beginning, I was immediately told like, girl, no, mm-hmm. you'll, you'll make it nowhere with that. I was told over and over again. Um, I remember specifically someone, the words they said to me, her name was Blossom O'Toole. God rest her soul. She's passed on this old show queen turn to me and said, um, word of advice, Mary, you ain't going to get anywhere in this industry if you don't shave. Yeah. And I think about that, how like I loved that crazy bitch, but she was so wrong, mm-hmm. you know, and, yeah. and, and, and they and 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 the girls, the girls who were established queens before me are mad. There's this one queen. Um, Every time she sees me, it's so condescending. She goes, oh, well, we're just all stupid. BB showed us we're all idiots because we could have just had a drag career without shaving. I don't even know how it's done. It's like, well, I'm fucking talented and I work really yeah, hard. The beard is like the least important part. I don't mm-hmm. even like really f- like I don't even really like identify with the beard. I don't think about it. Like, yeah, I color it. But like for me, like bearded drag queen doesn't say anything. I know no. nothing about your drag or your aesthetic and yeah. girls that I know that make it all about their beard. I'm like, all right, sis. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> Ow. Um. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> I'm kidding. Luckily yours isn't real. Mine's not real. <laughs> oh, do you wear a beard? Yeah. I do a fake beard. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, no. <laughs> That's it's, something still, different. it's a little different. <laughs> it's a little different. I, I'm just beating myself up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm so excited that you came on. Yeah, dude. You yeah. are one of my favorite drag performers. You're everywhere. one of my favorite uh, drag aficionados. Oh, yeah, I know. Thank I, you for yeah. being, uh, talking to us for this little, lovely little hour. Yeah. Uh, I've had so much fun. Me Thank too. you again, Happy to. I was happy. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm Mark Tier. I'm C. Tepper. And this is Wigging Out. Bye. And if you like Wigging Out Podcasts, Please subscribe and review us on Apple Podcasts. Please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Wigging Out Podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter at Wigging Out Pod. You can follow me at at C-T-E-P-P-E-R on Instagram. And you can also check out my book, The State of Drag, available on Amazon only for 99 cents and all proceeds go to charity. Ooh, I love that. You can follow me on Instagram at Drag the Martyr. And if you have any thoughts, comments, or dick pics, you can send them at dragthemartyr at gmail.com. Artwork for Wigging Out came from Glitter Baby Online. You can find them on Instagram at Glitter Baby Online. Thank you.